Welcome to the Money and Meaning Podcast. It's the podcast for CEOs who want a life full of money and meaning. I'm your host, Kenna Corder, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in turning stress and anger into a life of meaning. I created a virtual experience that allows me to have private conversations with CEOs that are stressed because they're singularly focused on money. And what I've found in my clinical practice is that if the CEO is stressed, the whole company is stressed. Am I right? But it doesn't have to be that way. And the CEO is stressed because society makes us believe the American dream is one thing. When it's just not true, it means different things to different people. And the truth is, the American dream is dead now anyway. Because all it ever did was force us to chase money and compete with others, which left us stressed and unhappy. Nobody dreams of being stressed and unhappy. That's why I set out on a mission to guide my tribe on a transformational journey to make America meaningful again. So if finding meaning in life is a high priority for you right now, let's get into today's show. Welcome back, my Prosperos, to another episode of the Money and Meaning Podcast. Today's meaning topic is really like a mini course. I'm going to drop some ideas in your head, see if you can explore them. And if you haven't found meaning in your life, maybe this will be a little spark to help you get there. It's just me today, no interviews. And I want to pour into you and connect. How does that sound? Good. So we're going to talk about how to hear or even heed your calling. A lot of times when I talk about finding meaning, people relate it to purpose or calling. And the business that you run right now may or may not be your calling. It could very possibly be just what you do to earn a living. And the things that bring you meaning might be outside of work. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to heeding your calling is that your calling doesn't necessarily have to be a business. Your calling or your purpose doesn't have to be your job. It could be something completely and totally outside of that. You know, for example, parenthood. That could be your actual purpose and the job you do fuels that purpose. You could be a minister. And when I say a minister, I kind of consider myself a minister, a minister of meaning. Oh my gosh, did I just say that? I'm going to start saying it more often. So you heard it first here and now you're going to hear it all, me say it all over the internet and stuff. Yeah, I'm like a minister of meaning and you could be a minister of something else. I work with a lot of doctors and that's what my biggest referral source. Well, doctors and wives. <laughs> a lot of times I get patients in my office, virtual office, because the wife says, you need to go see Kanae. Or the doctor says, you're so stressed out. If you don't make a change right now, something bad is going to happen. So you need to go see Kanae. And a lot of times that change is difficult to do on your own. And so seeing someone like me helps you break through the resistance 
that keeps you from doing the same thing, expecting a different result, because that's likely what's going to happen. Your doctor's going to say you're going to need to stop eating these things. You're going to start doing these things and you're not going to do it because you're on this roller coaster, this hamster wheel. And these things, even though they haven't been working for you, they have kept you alive. You're not dead yet. So you're just going to keep doing them because your brain is stuck and you need somebody like me to get you unstuck. Well, that's my calling, my purpose, my mission in life is to get people unstuck. And it's so much fun. It's so rewarding. And the way that I get people unstuck is to help them find meaning because money is not enough. But meaning, oh, that's everything. Now, it just so happens that I did turn finding meaning into a business or turning money into meaning into a business. I don't know how I did it. I don't even know why I did it. It just felt right. But that doesn't have to be what your life is like. You can go to work and do the thing. And then you can after work, do the thing, the thing that warms your heart, that wakes you up in the morning. Like that thing that you can't even go to bed because you just can't wait for the sun to come back up to so you can get back to doing it. You know that thing? You have it, you had it, you probably forgot about it. And so I want to give you some ideas on how you can hear the universe. The first one is when I realized this was episode 111, I wanted to give you this calling episode right now because the numbers 111 mean something. They're meaningful and they're around manifesting. Like listening to this right now with the number 111 associated with it, it is giving you a message, a message that says, pay attention. Your manifestation powers are so much more powerful right now. You may also see the numbers 1111. Have you ever seen that before? Probably on social media you have. Well, 1111 is like a wake up call. It's like, wake up, heed the call hear the call, but it's not enough to just wake up and know that there's a call. You have to know what to do. Like in Islam, you know how when it's time to pray, they have a song or a sound that comes out to let you know it's time to pray. But if someone is not Muslim and they hear that sound, they don't know what's supposed to happen right now. Does that make sense? And so I want you to be able to not just hear the calling, but know what to do when you hear the calling. So the first part of this is to just start to recognize, just notice when messages are coming your way and you probably have been ignoring them. And I'm going to give you an analogy in just a sec. That's going to help you. And it's going to like give you an aha moment and like a wake up call, like a 11, 11 wake up call. So you don't have to go through this anymore because it's ignoring your calling can be painful. Ignoring any message from the universe can be painful. And I'm going to tell you why in just a second. I call it the pebble metaphor. But before I tell you the pebble metaphor, I want to tell you this. The first step to all of this is just to notice. So like I mentioned the the song that when it's time to pray as a, as a Muslim, even though you're not a Muslim, when you hear that song, you can still notice it. You can still give it its credence. You know, you can, you can say, ah, it's time for Muslims to pray right now, right? You can still acknowledge it. 
So that's the first thing I want you to do. Notice and acknowledge because at least the universe will know that you're listening. Notice and acknowledge. And when you notice what you do then is you can see if you need to get more clarity because some of your calling is you telling the universe what brings you meaning and some of it is the universe reminding you what brings you meaning because you may have forgotten like way back, way, way back, way back when you're like zero to seven years old. Like sometimes it's in your mom's womb, you knew, even though she might not have been even the best mother. She may not have even known her calling, but you may have already in the womb knew why you were coming to earth. And so just notice, notice so that you can remind yourself or allow the universe to remind you, but also so you can send it out to the universe so the universe can get more clarity. Maybe you've heard me say that there's no life lessons. And many times we believe we're getting these life lessons because things aren't going our way. This is going to lead to the pebble metaphor. Things aren't going our way. And so we're like, oh, life lesson, life lesson. Oh, the Lord is teaching me a lesson. The universe is teaching me a lesson. Jesus is teaching me a lesson. Allah is teaching me a lesson. Whatever it is that you believe in, but you believe that it's a lesson. And I'm saying, God, Allah, Jehovah, Buddha, all of the spirits, all of the universes, universal powers, all, all the source energies out there are way too, I'm just going to say they're, they're just like, they're too loving to send you a lesson. That's first. And then second, I kind of want to say in a more human way, like they're just busy doing other things and you're just not that important for the whole entire universe to focus on sending you a lesson. That is so self-centered of you. Here's the thing. You can be self-centered, but can I get you to shift that language just a little bit? I know you're just mad at me right now and you're probably judging me for because you believe I'm judging you, but I'm not. I'm just pointing out a few things. So pay attention. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here. Okay. All right. So here we go. So instead of a lesson, explore this with me. The universe is getting clarity. It's just trying to understand, oh, what is it that you want, Jonathan? Oh, what is it that you want? Samantha, oh, what is it that you want? Lydia, oh, what is it that you want? Peter, that's what the universe is saying. Oh, I hear you. And so the universe is sending you, first you get a little, what I call an imposter. It's like you've been sending out to the universe exactly what you want and the universe sends you something back. Not exactly what you want, kind of similar And you could settle for it, but don't because it's just, it's not a lesson. It's not a test. It's just the universe trying to get clarity. So in another way of thinking of this is this is the pebble metaphor. So in the same way, remember how I said you're sending out messages to the universe and the messages, the universe is sending back messages to you, like trying to get clarity, but also trying to remind you, well, here's the reminders. So you tell the universe what you want and the universe says, oh, hey, the thing you want, it's over here. And it throws a little pebble at your window or maybe even hits you in the head. And it's like, just to get your attention. And it's like, hey, hey there look over here, got something for you. 
Hey, Alex. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Catherine. I'm just naming names. So whoever it is out there who needs to hear their calling, hopefully the universe gives me your name so I can call it out for you. Hey, Kim. Hey, Robert. And this is the universe. The universe is just throwing you a little pebble. It's just saying, hey there, Andy. Whatever it is, it's getting your attention. One little pebble at a time. But you might be ignoring it. And so the universe says, hmm, looks like Sarah's ignoring my pebble. Looks like Cynthia's ignoring my pebble. Looks like I better throw a rock. I think, I think she will hear it. I think she will hear it when I throw the rock at her window. That's what I'm going to do. And so the universe throws the rock, hits your window. And it's like, hey, Devin. Hey, Chris. Hey, Michael. Hey, Charles. It's just throwing a little rock, getting your attention. It's still, it's not whispering anymore like it did with the pebble. It's getting a little louder. It's like, hey. Hey, yo, yo, over here. And then you still don't hear it. And so it's like, hmm. It says, I have got to get Donna's attention. I have got to get Lisa's attention. And so it says, okay, instead of a rock this time, I'm going to have to throw a brick because it might break the window, but I think that's what they need in order to get to listen. So you're not hearing it. Universe throws a brick. Window crash. Window crash is a metaphor for the broken leg or the thing in the house that happens or the car breaks down. Like all of the things that you consider a life lesson. Oh, the universe is teaching me a lesson. It's like, yeah, that's just the brick coming through the window. Same kind of thing. The brick coming through the window. Universe is like, hey, I'm going to have to get louder. You're not listening. I'm trying to get you to go this way. This is what you said you wanted. It's over here. Trust me on this. And you're like, hmm, is it? Did I did I hear anything? I think I heard something. Mm, maybe not. Window broke. You still didn't quite hear it. And you're like, oh, shoot. Window broke. Got to get that window fixed. Now life is teaching me a lesson instead of saying, Oh, the universe is trying to get my attention. Let me notice, acknowledge the universe. Because if you do not, that brick is going to turn into a boulder. And that boulder is going to turn into a whole wall that falls on you. And then it's going to be like a whole building. And, And it just goes on and on from there. And it gets tougher and rougher and tougher and rougher. And the more you don't listen, the more you ignore, the louder the universe has to get. So how loud does the universe have to get to get your attention? What would it take for the universe to get your attention to guide you towards your calling? The Beatles said money can't buy me love. But guess what? We are all using money to get love. It's true. I'll tell you why I know. I've learned in my almost 20 years of working in the financial and mental health industries that money and love go together, whether we want it to or not. All of our actions are based on doing what we think will get us the maximum amount of love. Now, later in life, we begin to use money to get that love. 
From the time we are children, we set in motion a plan to get our parents' love, then our friends' love, next our partner's love, and so on and so on and so on. So you see, around age 14, we make a final decision on how we will handle money. And it just so happens that at that same time, we are making a decision on how we'll handle love. You might decide to be a saver. You might decide to be a spender. You may even decide to be a hero or an enthusiast. Wondering what those two are? Take the money mentality quiz. It will reveal how you use money to get love. You don't have to believe me. See it for yourself. Take the money mentality quiz. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz and see for yourself. It's free and it only takes like two minutes. The great thing is you'll walk away not only knowing your money mentality or money personality, but you'll also know your money strengths and challenges so you can do something about them. So go ahead, take the quiz, but don't stop there. At the end, remember, give me your email address, your best email address, so I can give you some guidance to get enough love and money in your life to make it full of meaning. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get back to today's show. Many of you have a business and you could pivot right now towards your calling. And I'm just saying, if you notice the pebbles, then you won't get the boulders. And you might be getting a lot of boulders in your life and you're wondering why. And it's because you ignored the pebbles. So it's no life lesson. It's just the universe being kind to you saying, hey, I'm really trying to get your attention. The boulder is not because the universe hates you. It's because the universe loves you and wants to get you what you want. Does that make sense? So that's the pebble metaphor. So that was the first part. Notice and acknowledge. The second part of that, oh, is this hard? And for those of you who have taken the control the controllable guide already, then you may have already done this and you may be familiar with how to do this, but it's to surrender. Now, in this episode, I'm not going to teach you how to surrender because that does take time. You can go to presidentiallifestyle.com and get the controllable guide. It's step 10. So you do need to go through the whole step because surrender is not easy. Surrendering is, whew, it's challenging. And so, but I've learned how to do it and I, I can share it with you how to do it. And so surrender is, even though it's step two, it's a big giant step because the other two steps that are going to come after this depend on you surrendering. Otherwise you're not going to surrender. So an example of surrendering would be, you know how when you purchase something from, let's just say Amazon, and they tell you it should be there by September 30th. And you're like, okay. And you surrender. You just wait for FedEx or UPS or USPS to drop it off at your home. You don't go standing at the door waiting for it, looking for it. You don't call the place and say, hey, did you ship my order yet? And a lot of times they send you an email saying it's on the way. And the universe does stuff like that too. You just have to notice it and say, oh, the universe is telling me it's sending the thing. Okay, I'm surrender. And you just surrender and you 
accept it. You're like, yes, it's mine. And when I say accept, I mean, accept, like receive, you receive it. It's yours. So this surrendering is like surrender and receive. I give in, I put it in the universe hands because it's coming to me. I know it's coming to me, this calling. It may have taken a while, but that's okay. I surrender and I'm open and receptive to it. I receive. Okay. And then once you surrender because you ordered it and it's on its way, then you just have to allow it to come. Just allow it, get out the way. Sometimes we think that we have to do so much. And the next step is going to be what we need to do. It is the action. But first, I'll just allow. And how you can allow is through affirmations, manifestation, visualization, all the Asians. <laughs> and so those are the ways, because sometimes action gets in the way. You're trying to do stuff. And in the doing, you're pushing the thing away because while you're doing, you have this mentality that you don't have it. And that's why you're doing the thing because you don't have it. So imagine if you, like I just ordered a baby monitor for my daughter because she's having a baby in a few days now, actually. In a few days, she's having a baby and she wanted this specific monitor. So I ordered the monitor. Now that the monitor is ordered, I'm not going to keep looking for monitors. We found it. We bought it. We compared. That's done. So the doing sometimes that we do is like, I would continue to look for monitors, but that would make no sense for me to continue to look for monitors considering I already purchased it. So I like to use these metaphors and comparables so that you can see in real life terms what you're doing (laughs) and how it appears to the universe. And so instead of doing that, just allow it to come. FedEx has got you. UPS has got you. The universe is equivalent to FedEx or U- or UPS and USPS. Now, I don't trust any of those companies that much, but I do trust the universe. And But even though I don't trust them that much, they don't tend to get my things to me. Sometimes it's a little later than they said it would be, but the universe does that too. And for whatever reason, sometimes we got in the way. Sometimes that's just divine timing. Allow, allow the thing to come to you. Don't get in the way. Now, when I say allow, I still want you to take this next step. And that is action. I really want you to take massive action. Now, massive action might be going to a conference. Like I'm going to a conference in a few days and I'm so looking forward to it. I'm going to meet more doctors. I'm going to get to speak, get to share this message. I get to learn. Some of the keynotes are going to be amazing. I get to network with other people just like me, but also people who are ahead of me and also people who are behind me that I can show some things to, or people who are in different areas than I am of healing. And so I can share with them the tools that I use to heal my patients and break through resistance. So you see how action, massive action is important. It may be a conference. It may be a retreat. It may be just a phone call to a friend. It may be just you meditating and being quiet. It might be that manifestation and visualization that I talked about. It could be. It could also be you getting rid of some things to make space. Like I was on online dating for a little while and And at some point I said, you know what? I'm actually going to meet somebody in real life. I already know it. I told the universe that's the way I want it to be. I want a story and I didn't want it to be the app. And so if that was the case, I needed to get off the app. So I got off the apps, 
deleted my profiles, deactivated them, whatever the things you need to do. I did that. And then I had to get up and go places because dude wasn't going to come knocking on my door. Because if he did, that'd be a little creepy and I probably wouldn't have trusted him. So I needed to get out and I needed to be in places where I would trust him and hopefully in places that like things that I like to do so that we would have something in common, something to talk about, something that binds us. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Take massive action. Don't just sit in your house expecting your calling to come to you or don't just sit at work because if you are going to run this business and it's not your calling that you need to create time to go out and find your calling. They say money can't buy happiness, but it can help you go out and find happiness. Yeah. Turn that money into meaning by doing things, trying things. My daughter and I too, but my daughter is one of those people who she kind of knows what she wants to do, but she kind of doesn't. So she's exploring and she's having some fun doing it. And so explore, try some things. I have a friend, a good friend, and I just, just popped into my head and she's really smart in this one area, this subject she knows so much about. Now she knows a lot about a lot of different things and she can talk, have a conversation with anybody, but there's this one conversation that lights her up and she's looking for her calling and she's totally ignoring the fact that every time somebody brings this thing up, this person is a personality trait. She knows chapter and verse and can tell them all the things and can help them navigate it. She is a wizard at it. Maybe she's not certified in it or whatever, but she's still a wizard at it. And, and that whole certification thing is such a, it's kind of a bit of a crock. Like you can be an expert and not have a license in something. Now, certain things, I definitely want my surgeon to be board certified. I definitely want some vetting for some of the things I do. But in this thing, it's not required. Nobody's getting cut open, you know? And so it's just a conversation. That's really what it is. And her calling could very well be having conversations with people to help them better understand their personalities. For a lot of women, I don't get this so much with men, but for a lot of women, they want to understand themselves. They want to know why they did the thing. They need a lot of awareness and insight. And she could offer that to them. Not any counseling, no coaching. And she could even say that this is not coaching. This is not counseling. This is just understanding. Now, I've never told her this because this just popped into my head, but I am going to share this with her. And whatever she does with it is what she does with it. I could be her rock or her brick or I might even be her boulder. Hopefully I'm just her pebble though. And that's all she needs. But brilliant woman and started and grown businesses before. And this doesn't even have to be a business because she already has a business. This could just be what she does on the side because she loves to help people under better understand themselves. And she is on a search to understand herself better. She's constantly growing. So I shared that with you, one, because it came to my mind and I share what comes to my mind because I believe that the universe is sending you a message through me. And so I don't want to stop that message or stunt that message. And so I'm sending that to you because that could be you. That could be you, Angela. That could be you, Henry. That could be you, Brandon. That could be you, Sheila. 
That could be you, Fred. That could be you, Vanessa. That could be you, Isaac. That could be you, Colton. That could be you, Evan. That could be you, Brian. That could be you or you. But most importantly, you. And only you know that. So open your ears, open your eyes. But most important, open your heart. Receive. So I'm going to recap for you just really quickly. Notice and acknowledge. Surrender and receive. Allow. Take action. This is how you hear and heed your calling. This is how I'm going to wrap it up. I just want to tell you this little story really quickly. I once went to a retreat in Arizona. And at the retreat, part of the retreat, one of the exercises was for us to climb a mountain. And this mountain climb was sort of a kind of like a metaphor for life or like a microcosm of life. As you climb the mountain, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's flat, sometimes it's rocky. There are peaks and valleys and all the things. And so the leaders of the retreat said that we should climb this mountain so that we can get an idea of how we approach life so that we can know better know ourselves. And at the end of the mountain climb, what I decided was that I don't have to put obstacles in my way. That's what the mountain climb represented for me. It represented obstacles and life comes with enough obstacles as the universe is trying to understand and get clarity on what we want and trying to get our attention. And so those obstacles get in the way so the universe can divert us to the other side. And so my work for myself, the, the effort that I make for myself is not to get to the mountain. Like I want to know when it's just a little bump in the road. That's where I want to take notice. I want to surrender when it's really just a little speed bump. That's it. And then I want to go the direction that the universe is guiding me in. So ask yourself, if the mountain comes for you, are you going to climb it because you just like obstacles that much? And I remember at the end of the retreat, I jokingly said something like, I am a black female. I already have two really big obstacles in front of me. Why would I add more? So because I'm a black female and you know, we're going through this race relations, but even this gender relation kind of conversations right now, everybody knows that being female can put an obstacle in your way, especially as a CEO. You know, venture capitalist money is going to male CEOs, not female CEOs. So how do I get around that? Those are the things I need to figure out, you know, as and and women of color, even lower. It's like not even one percent of the venture capitalist money is going to women of color. Now, I'm not going out looking for venture capitalists. I am networking, though, meeting people. That is the way that I feel like if I wanted investors in my company, I would get them by building relationships with them. 
I would get introductions to them. I'm not going to go and compete on stage and try and get their attention because I know they need somebody that looks a certain way in order to give them their money. It's just programming. I'm not mad at them. It's just programming. And so what's that? Since I'm not going to work on their program, what I'm going to do is go for the part of their program that I know works in my favor. So I'm not climbing that mountain. Heck no. That's a really high, hard mountain to climb. Some people do like climbing Mount Everest. I'm just not one of those people. I like it easy, easy breezy. That's what they say about me. Easy breezy. That's my life. That is the life I I asked for. Now, some people say, but you don't want it to be easy breezy, Kanae. You can't grow if life is easy breezy. Well, sure. I am not saying that all of life is going to be easy breezy, but I'm saying I'm not putting any extra obstacles in my way. If there's something that could be made easy breezy, then I'm taking that way because there are already enough obstacles as the universe tries to get clarity on what I want. As I try to get clarity and send the tightest message I can to the universe to say, hey, this is what will bring meaning to my life. And the universe articulates back to me what it heard me say and then tries to guide or lead me down that path so I can hear my calling. I can meet my husband. I can have great friendships. I can adopt the right daughter, right? I I bring this up because many people get so upset about not being able to have a baby, but maybe there's a kid out there that you're gonna adopt that's just right for you. And more important, that you're just right for. They need you. And that might be your calling. That was my calling. And I've heeded that call. And I'm so proud of that calling. So proud of it that I moved on to a different calling, a new calling. And boy, does it feel so good. Oh, it feels so good. So heed the call, hear the call, be the call. You might actually be somebody else's calling. Ha, imagine that. Somebody could invest in you. And you can make their dreams come true. And that's how I'm going to leave this right there. Ponder that. Share this episode. Because my friends, we need each other. I will see you next week. I love you so much. I mean it so much. Oh my gosh. Just the fact that you're here listening, being with me as I minister meaning. (laughs) I I love that. Yeah, man, it feels so good. And you have no idea. You probably feel good about this message, but I I think I might feel even better than you do that you were here listening. I don't know. I think I do. It feels so good. You tell me though. Reach out to me. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. So that's all for now. I'll see you sooner. Hey, before you go, I'm wondering, are you a CEO who is starting to feel like it's time to manage your stress rather than just tolerate it? Have you gotten to a point where you rather be appreciated for who you are rather than what you've done according to society's rules? Would you like to enjoy your success with less stress? If this sounds like you and you're interested in seeing if you're a good fit for working with me and my team over here at Presidential Lifestyle, then here's what I'd like you to do. I invite you to head on over to presidentiallifestyle.com and book a private conversation with me. It's not free. My time is valuable, just as valuable as yours is. 
And for that reason, I'm going to pour into you for about 45 to 60 minutes. You pay a small fee in exchange for a lot of love. So we can get to the bottom of what's stressing you out right now. I'll listen to your goals, accomplishments, and even your challenges. And I'll tell you more about me and my process too. You'll get to ask me questions and I'll give you a few tips and resources that you can start using immediately to reduce your stress. It'll be worth your time and your money. I promise you that. At the end of our call, if we believe that we can work together successfully, I'll share with you the fastest way to get to where you want to be using my program. At Presidential Lifestyle, we help CEOs all over the world navigate through stress and turn their money into meaning. To see if we can help you do that same thing, head on over to presidentiallifestyle.com or simply click the link in the show notes. All right, go now. I'll see you there. Talk to you sooner. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money and I'll get you an answer. Remember the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week, but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry. You don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. 
we encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.